From Eric Public Media and the Alaska Ice Corporation, this is the podcast Wikiredia, wherein we read from start to finish, without comment or commentary, the Wikipedia entries that we find most interesting. Today's topic, Magnum P.I. The original Wikipedia page lives at www.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash magnum underscore P period I period. Before we start, we want to know what your favorite Wikipedia pages are. Please send suggestions for future episodes to wikiredia at pm.me. This is Magnum P.I. Wikiredia episode number 208. Date of production, March 17th, 2021, and I'm your host, Eric Gorris. Let's get started. Magnum P.I. is an American crime drama television series starring Tom Selleck as Thomas Magnum, a private investigator living on Oahu, Hawaii. The series ran from 1980 to 1988 during its first-run broadcast on the American television network CBS. Magnum P.I. consistently ranked in the top 20 U.S. television programs in the Nielsen ratings during the first five years of its original run in the United States, finishing as high as number three, that for the 1982-83 season. A reboot series of the same name was ordered to series on May 11, 2018 and premiered on September 24, 2018 on CBS. Thomas Sullivan Magnum III is a private investigator played by Tom Selleck. He lives in the guest house of a 200-acre beachfront estate called Robin's Nest in Hawaii at the invitation of its owner, Robin Masters, the celebrated unseen character, author of several dozen lurid novels. Ostensibly, this is a quid pro quo for Magnum services based upon his expertise in security. The pilot in several early episodes suggest Magnum had done Masters a favor of some kind, possibly when Masters hired him for a case. The voice of Robin Masters, heard only in five episodes, was provided by Orson Welles. One last appearance was provided by a different actor, Red Crandall. Magnum lives a luxurious life on the estate and operates as a P.I. on cases that suit him. The only thorn in his side of his near-perfect lifestyle is Jonathan Quayle Higgins III, played by John Hillerman. An ex-British Army Regimental Sergeant Major, he is on the surface a stern by the book caretaker of Robin's Nest, whose strict ways often conflict with Magnum's more easygoing methods. He patrols Robin's Nest with his two highly trained lads, Dobermans named Zeus and Apollo. Magnum has free use of the guest house and the car, a Ferrari 308 GTB GTS. But a, as a humorous aside in various episodes, often has to bargain with Higgins for use of estate amenities such as the tennis courts, wine cellar, and expensive cameras. The relationship between Mag- Magnum and Higgins is initially cool. But as the series progressed, an unspoken respect and fondness of sorts grew between the pair. Many episodes dedicated more screen time to this odd couple pairing after the relationship proved popular with fans. 
A recurrent theme throughout the last two seasons, starting in the episode Paper War, involves Magnum's sneaking suspicion that Higgins is actually Robin Masters, since he opens Robin's mail, calls Robin's Ferrari his car, etc. This suspicion is neither proved nor disproved, although in at least one episode, Higgins is shown alone in a room picking up a ringing phone and talking to Robin Masters, indicating they are indeed two different people. Aside from Higgins, Magnum's two main companions on the island are Theodore T.C. Calvin, Roger E. Mosley, who runs a one-person local helicopter charter and tour van service called Island Hoppers, and often finds himself persuaded by Magnum to fly him during his various cases, and Orville Wilbur Richard Rick Wright, uh, Larry Manetti, who refuses to use his given name Orville and who owns a local bar. In the pilot episode, this was Rick's Cafe American in town, inspired by Casablanca, with Rick appearing in Sudwell's 1930 attire. After completing the pilot, though, executives felt that audiences would be unable to fully connect with this element. Instead, Rick moved to running the plush beachside King Kamehameha Club, which has exclusive membership and Higgins on the board of directors. Magnum often strolls around the club, using its facilities and running up an ever-unpaid tab, further fueling the Magnum-Higgins feud. TC and Rick are both former Marines from VMO2, with whom Magnum, a former United States Navy SEAL and Naval Intelligence Officer, served in the Vietnam War. The series was one of the first to deal with Vietnam veterans as human beings and not as shell-shocked killers, and was praised by many ex-servicemen groups for doing so. Magnum often dupes or bribes TC and Rick into aiding him on his cases, much to their frustration. TC, whose assistance often involves the use of his helicopter, frequently says to Magnum, gas money, all I need is gas money, referring to the high cost fuel for the use of the helicopter. Magnum comes and goes as he pleases, works only when he wants, and has the almost unlimited use of the Ferrari and many other luxuries of the estate. He keeps a mini refrigerator with a seemingly endless supply of beer, wears his father's treasured Rolex GMT Master wristwatch, and is surrounded by countless beautiful women who are often victims of crime, his clients, or are connected to the cases he solves. Other characteristics specific to Magnum are his thick mustache, baseball caps, a rubber chicken, and a variety of colorful Aloha shirts. Nearly every episode is narrated in voiceover by Magnum at various points. At the end of the seventh season, Magnum was to be killed off to end the series. Following an outcry from fans who demanded a more satisfactory conclusion, an eighth season was produced to bring Magnum back to life and to round off the series. Setting Robin's Nest is the fictional beachfront estate on the island of Oahu, Hawaii, which serves as the residence of the main characters. In the series, it is owned by renowned novelist Robin Masters, who employs Jonathan Higgins as the estate's caretaker and Thomas Magnum as its security expert. Higgins resides in the estate's main house while Magnum occupies the guest house. In reality, 
The three-acre beachfront property was located on the east shore of Oahu at 41505 Hawaii Route 72 near Wamanalo Beach, Hawaii, called Po'onu. It was also known locally as the Anderson Estate, after longtime owner, local politician Eve Anderson. The grounds had been used for hundreds of years for raising green sea turtles for the Hawaiian royal family and includes a 500 by 50 foot stone wall that surrounds the former turtle raising pond. Since 1978, the turtle pond has been on the National Register of Historic Places listings in Hawaii. A residential estate since the early 1930s, comprising a 11,000 square foot main house, a boathouse, which in the series appears as the guest house that Magnum occupies, a gatehouse, and private tennis court. Owned in January 2014 by Cox Communications heiress Barbara Cox Anthony, it was placed on the market with Sotheby's for $15.75 million and sold for $8.7 million in March 2015. In April 2016, excuse me, in April 2018, the estate was demolished. Many of the indoor scenes of Magnum P.I. were filmed on the old Hawaii Five-O soundstage, as the network did not wish for their Hawaiian production facilities to go to waste after Hawaii Five-O ended its run. Through the years, fans of the show have noted commonalities in the setting of time and space the so-called fictional TV universe, between Magnum P.I. and Hawaii Five-0. For example, in Season 1, Episode 5, Thank Heavens for Little Girls and Big Ones 2, Higgins calls Five-0 to report a theft. On Season 1, Episode 6, Skin Deep, Magnum gets on the radio pretending he's with the police and asks, quote, Billy, this is McGarrett of Five-0. Is David Norman armed? The producers of Magnum P.I. unsuccessfully attempted to convince Jack Lord to make a cameo. However, in a 2013 episode of the Hawaii Five-O reboot, the characters sing the Magnum P.I. theme song while discussing which person most resembled the characters on that television program. The purported connection between the two programs appeared to be preserved in the reboots, as explained by their creators in TV Guide where plans for a crossover were announced as well as acknowledgement of the coexistence of Magnum with Hawaii Five-0 in the same TV universe. A Hawaii Five-0 and Magnum P.I. crossover event between Hawaii Five-0 and Magnum P.I. aired on CBS in January 2020 with the Hawaii Five-0 episode, which is Hawaiian 4, Where Were You When the Rain Was Pouring, followed by the Magnum P.I. episode, Desperate Measures. music. The original theme music for the opening credits of the pilot episode was a mid-tempo jazzy piece by Ian Freebairn Smith. This music was also used for the next nine regular episodes. Beginning in episode 12, it was replaced by a more up-tempo theme typical of 1980s action series by Mike Post and Pete Carpenter with guitar by Larry Carlton. This theme had been used during the show and over the closing credits from episode 8. A longer version of this second theme, theme from Magnum P.I., 3 minutes and 25 minutes in duration, credited to Post, was released as a single by Electro Records in 1982 and featured on the Billboard Hot 100 chart that same year, peaking at number 25 
on May 8, 1982. This version also appeared on Post's 1982 album, Television Theme Songs. Development and Production Development of Magnum P.I. was originally slated at ABC, which aired other Glenn A. Larson's series, The Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew Mysteries, and Battlestar Galactica. However, in January 1979, ABC canceled both series and development on Magnum P.I. Larson then took the series over to CBS. Selig's contract commitment to the Magnum P.I. series famously cost him the role of Indiana Jones in the first Indiana Jones film, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which went to Harrison Ford. Selig was unable to take the part of Jones, as Magnum was due to start filming in March 1980. Owing to the 1980 AFTRA Screen Actors Guild strike, production of Magnum was delayed until December 1980, which would have allowed Selig to play Indiana Jones. In the 1986-87 Season 7 of Magnum P.I., Selleck was brought in as a producer and the program was moved from its Thursday night slot on CBS to Wednesday, which increased its slumping ratings from competing with The Cosby Show on NBC. Incidents, Sequels, and Reboot Detroit Tigers Incident On September 16, 2017, a group of 45 men dressed as Thomas Magnum were ejected from a Detroit Tigers game for smoking and catcalling women in the park. The story quickly became one of international interest as the group from nearby Allen Park, Michigan, 
gave dozens of interviews to newspapers, magazines, radio stations, podcasts, and more. Proposed sequels. In October 2013, Selick said Tom Clancy had planned to write a screenplay for a Magnum P.I. film in the 1990s with Universal Pictures interested in producing it. The project remained unmaterialized. In September 2016, ABC began developing a sequel from Leverage creator John Rogers and producer Eva Longoria, centering on Lily Tommy Magnum, which never made it to series. Reboot. In October 2017, CBS announced they had issued a pilot commitment for a reboot of the series to be developed by Peter Lenkov, who had helped reboot other series like Hawaii Five O and MacGyver. CBS officially ordered the pilot three months later, along with one for a reboot of another hit 1980s television series for the network, Cagney and Lacey, as well as one for the 1990s favorite Murphy Brown. On February 20th, 2018, actor Jay Hernandez was cast as Thomas Magnum. Main cast, Tom Selleck as Thomas Magnum, Roger E. Mosley as Theodore T.C. Calvin, Larry Minetti as Orville Rick Wright, John Hillerman as Jonathan Higgins. Recurring characters, Lieutenant Yoshi Tanaka, a Homicide Division police lieutenant with the Honolulu Police Department, played by Quan Hai Lim. He has a slight Leon Lieutenant Columbo-like enigmatic quality, characterized by his casual dress and ironic sense of humor. He is also, like Magnum, a Detroit Tigers fan. He appeared in seasons two through eight. Agatha Chumley, Higgins' Culture of England lady friend, played by Gillian Dobb, who seems to have a crush on Higgins. Her first appearance was in the episode Black on White. She appeared in seasons three to eight. Colonel Buck Green, a Marine Corps aviator and intelligence officer, played by Lance Legault, who is often Magnum's nemesis in seasons two through eight. Legault also played John W. Newton, a.k.a. Delta One, in episode 1.9, Missing in Action. Carol Baldwin, an assistant district attorney, played in all but the first appearance by Kathleen Lloyd. She appeared in seasons three to eight in this role. Before playing Carol Baldwin, Lloyd guest starred in the episode Almost Home as Bridget Archer. Lieutenant Mac McReynolds a donut-munching Office of Naval Intelligence lieutenant played by Jeff McKay, killed by a car bomb planted by, quote, Ivan, a Russian KGB officer. Mac returns as a ghost for three episodes and later as a look-alike character. In the pilot, McKay portrayed Ski, a guard at the entrance gate of Pearl Harbor. He appeared in seasons one to three and seven to eight. Jim Bonick, a con man and ex-Navy pilot who was released on medical discharge, played by Jeff McKay. He was also a Mac Reynolds lookalike. In at least one episode, Max Back, McKay appeared in both roles. He appeared in seasons five to eight. Francis Icepick Hofstetler, an American loan shark and major underworld figure from Chicago and a quasi-father figure to Rick Wright, played initially by Walter Schotzen and then by veteran actor Elijah Cook Jr., Dr. Eibold, M.D. Dr. Eibold, a minor character played by Glenn Cannon, who appeared in episodes when the script called for a physician. First referred to as scriptwriter number one, 
he was known for prescribing opiates for any and all ailments. He appeared in seasons two through eight. Cannon also played Dr. Bernard Kessler in episode 1.7, Never Again, Never Again. Michelle Hugh, the love of Magnum's life, played by Marta Dubois. She and Magnum married in Vietnam, but the devoutly, the devoutly Catholic Michelle had the marriage annulled after her first husband, a North Vietnamese general who was presumed dead, resurfaced. Magnum had believed that Michelle was killed during the 1975 evacuation of Saigon. She appeared in seasons two through eight. Lieutenant Maggie Poole, the successor of the deceased Mac Reynolds, played by Jean Bruce Scott. She dislikes her superior, Marine Marine Corps Colonel Green. She appeared in seasons three through eight. Luther Gillis, a mock film noir St. Louis private uh, private eye with a Boston accent played by Eugene Roche, whose deception, dissembling, and disturbing capacity for violence are almost always underestimated or overlooked by Magnum. Gillis provided the narration in the five episodes in which he appeared in seasons four to eight. Lieutenant Nolan Page, a hard-nosed, no-nonsense Honolulu Police Department lieutenant with a New York City English, played by Joe Santos, assists Magnums on several cases. Moki, the bartender at the King Kamaha Club in season one, later replaced by Kiyoki. He appeared in seasons one to two. Kiyoki, the bartender server of the King Kamaha Club, starting in season two. He is arrested in season four by Lieutenant Tanaka for robbing the club in the episode Eyewitness. He appeared in seasons two to four. Brian Calvin, TC's son, in seasons seven and eight, played by Shavar Ross. Cars. Robin Masters cars listed by their vanity license plates. Robin 1. A 1979 Ferrari 308 GTB GTS, season 1. A 1981 Ferrari 308 GTB GTS, seasons 2 through 6. A 1984 Ferrari 305 GTSI, seasons 7 to 8. Robin 2. A 1980 Audi 100, seasons 1 to 4, the first copy blown up in season 1, episode 5. A 1985 Audi 100, seasons 5 through 8. A 1974 Jaguar XJ, seen only in Season 4, Episode 18. Robin 3. A 1980 Chevrolet Blazer, Chevy K5 Blazer, Seasons 1 through 3. 1983 GMC Jimmy, Chevrolet S10 Blazer, Seasons 4 to 6. A 1984 Jeep Wagoneer, XJ model for Seasons 7 to 8. Robin 23. A 1981 Ferrari GTSI Green, seen only in the 13th episode of the 6th season, Summer School. This car was provided by Robin Masters for his visiting nephew, RJ. 56E478, a non-Robin license plate. For a 1978 Ferrari 308 GTS, for the episode's opening theme and closing credit. Others include Island Hopper's Van, a Volkswagen Type 2, Rick's Convertible, a Mercedes-Benz R107 and later C107, Rick's Datsun 280ZX, a Nissan S130, Magnum's Beetle, a 1966 Volkswagen Beetle Convertible, 
Magwin's Jaguar, a 1969 Jaguar E-Type. The Bentley, a 1937 Bentley 3.5-liter drophead coupe. Aircraft, Island Hopper's Helicopter, MD Helicopters MD-500. Ken Enderlin Charters, N926-7F is a Hughes model 369 HS, built in 1975, construction number 115077-8S, in the episodes Dream a Little Dream and Missing Melody. Crossovers. See also... Simon and Simon crossover with Magnum P.I. and Murder, She Wrote crossover with Magnum P.I. Kai's Don't Lie. Magnum works with the Simon brothers to recover a stolen Hawaiian artifact that is supposedly cursed. The plot concludes on Simon and Simon in the episode Emeralds Are Not a Girl's Best Friend. Novel Connection. Jessica Fletcher comes to Hawaii when an attempt is made on the lives of Robin's guests. The plot concludes on Murder, She Wrote in the episode Magnum on Ice. For reruns and overseas purposes, the first half of these crossovers also had alternate endings filmed, which wrapped the story up in a single episode and so allowed repeat showings as standalone stories rather than two-part crossovers. One mooted crossover from later in the series' run was with the CBS vigilantism drama The Equalizer, starring Edward Woodward as the retired spy Robert McCall. According to Equalizer executive producer Coleman Luck, interviewed for a special feature documentary on The Equalizer, the crossover was proposed by Universal Television and was opposed by the Equalizer production staff. Home Media Universal Pictures Home Entertainment released all eight seasons of Bangnam P.I. on DVD in Region 1, 2, and 4. On October 1st, 2013, Universal released Magnum P.I., the complete series on DVD in Region 1. The 42-disc set features all 162 episodes of the series, as well as bonus features. On December 12th, 2016, in the United Kingdom, the complete series was released in HD on Blu-ray. In Australia, Madman Entertainment has re-released all eight seasons on DVD, from November 18, 2015 to June 20, 2018, followed by the complete series on October 9, 2019. Awards Selleck won an Emmy in 1984 for his portrayal of the title character. Three years later, co-star John Hillerman also won an Emmy. In 1981, series creators and writers Glenn A. Larson and Donald P. Belisario received an Edgar Award for the Mystery Writers of America for Best Episode in a TV Series. Golden Globe Awards Magnum P.I. was nominated for multiple Golden Globe Awards. 1982, Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor, Tom Selleck and John Hillerman. Tom Selleck nominated, John Hillerman won. 1983, Best Television Series Drama nominated. Golden Globe for Best Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, John Hillerman, nominated. 1984, Golden Globe for Best Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. 
1985, Golden Globe for Best Actor, Tom Selleck, won. 1985, Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, John Hillerman, he was nominated. 1986, Golden Globe for Best Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. 1987, Tom Selleck, nominated. John Hillerman, nominated. 1988, Best Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. 1988, John Hillerman, nominated. Primetime Emmys, 82. Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series, nominated. Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. Outstanding Cinematography for a Series, Woody Omens, nominated. 1983, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Drama, nominated. 1983, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. Outstanding Film Sound Mixing, nominated. 1984, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Drama Series, nominated. 1984, Primetime Emmy, Outstanding Lead Actor, Tom Selleck, won. Primetime Emmy Outstanding Support Actor in a Drama Series, John Hillerman, nominated. 1985, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor, Tom Selleck, nominated. Primetime Emmy Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama, John Hillerman, nominated. 1986, Outstanding Lead Actor, again, Tom Selleck, nominated. Primetime Emmy for Supporting Actor, John Hillerman, nominated. 1987, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actor, John Hillerman, won. 1988, Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actress, Gwen Verdon, nominated. 1988, Outstanding Cinematography in a Series, John C. Finn III, nominated. And 1988, finally, Outstanding Sound Mixing for a Drama Series, nominated. Other awards, 1982, American Cinema Editor's Best Edited Episode for a Television Series, Memories Are Forever, won. 1981, Edgar Award, Best Television Episode, won. 1981, People's Choice Awards, Favorite New TV Dramatic Program, nominated. 1983, Young Artist Awards, Best Young Actress, Dana Hill, won. Best Young Actress, Guest, Kim Richards, nominated. Best Young Actor, Guest in a TV Series, Chad Sheets, nominated. 1984, Young Artist Award, Best Young Actor, Guest in a Television Series, R.J. Williams, nominated. 2003 TV Land Award, Hippest Fashion Plate Male, Tom Selleck, nominated. 2005 TV Land Award, Favorite Private Eye, Tom Selleck, nominated. 2009 TV Land Award, Hero Award, won. That's it for today's episode of Wikiredia. Look, before you go, be sure to hit subscribe, follow us on Twitter at It's Wikiredia, and tell your friends. What do you want to listen to? Send topic ideas to our email, which is wikiredia at pm.me. Our producer and narrator, that's me, is Eric Gorris. Our engineer is OJ Tingles, and our content editor is Johnny Rocketship. We ask you to support this show by following and sharing, but more importantly, just listening. We also ask that you do your part to support Wikipedia itself by considering a donation to the Wikipedia Foundation. That can be done at wikipedia.org. All, or at least the vast majority, of the words spoken on this show are from the text of Wikipedia entries, and we're using those words under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license, which grants us, and in fact anyone, the right to adapt the original work 
remix it, and then to distribute and transmit the work even for commercial purposes. This license requires that we name the author of the original work, which in this case is Wikipedia. Wikiredia itself is also distributed under the same Creative Commons attribution, share alike, 3.0 license. Wikiredia is a production of Eric Public Media and the Alaska Ice Corporation. Oh, thank you.